Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. Are you ready to take your life to the most incredible level possible in 2016? Well, we've had three sold-out wellness summits these last few years, but honestly, nothing comes close to the wellness breakthrough, and we have just three spots remaining. Your favorite wellness couch experts, the wellness guys, Karen Smith, Kim Morrison, Quirky Cookings, Joe Witten, Marcus Pierce, and of course, Carl Brock are gathering in the Dandenong Ranges for three days and two nights for one incredible event. If you want possibly the greatest peer group in health and wellness to help you catapult your life to the next level, then we'd love to see you at the Wellness Breakthrough from February 5th to the 7th. But again, there's only three spots available. Entry to the Breakthrough is by application only, and to apply, simply email your contact details to marcus at thewellnesscouch.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. We've always taken mums the word to mean keeping things to ourselves. Well, this is no longer the case as we provide mums with the natural, honest, and reliable resources they need from experts and other mums to keep their families happy, healthy, and safe. Be prepared to use your passion for parenting to empower yourself with the knowledge of choice. Welcome to Mums the Word with your host, mum and chiropractor, Kaz Jaff. Tuning in for another episode of Mum's the Word. We are um, this week at episode number nine, which uh, is amazing actually to me that uh, we've got here so quickly. Uh, already lots of topics covered, but so many more to come. And this uh, this week's uh, guest is sharing all all about belly binding postpartum with us. So I'll share a little bit about her. Miriam experienced uh, an enormous change in her life in 2004 when her father died shortly after her youngest daughter was born. These two events, birth and death, so close to one another brought about an immense shift in her consciousness, which resulted in a change of career from the publishing industry to the healing arts. During her two pregnancies and her two subsequent home births, Miriam Hankskirk recognized the true power of the mind and body and her interest in pregnancy and birth grew stronger. She started several massage trainings to become a massage therapist and then embarked on a journey which combined touch, energetic healing, movement, nutrition, aromatherapy, herbs, crystal and flower remedies. Her passion for the wise woman cycle led her to work with babies, children, pregnant women and mothers of all ages. Her passion is to bring the gift of true sacred pregnancy, birth and motherhood to the women in her community. Miriam is Dutch, but she also happens to speak English fluently, French and a little bit of German. Quite amazing. And since 2007, Miriam is the owner of Manu Manu Massage in Amsterdam and she created Gentle Beginnings at the start of 2015. Um, I'm blessed to know Miriam personally. We've uh, worked alongside each other in Amsterdam when I was practicing there and we've shared many clients and um, she's really a, a pleasure to have around and um, yeah, it's an honor to have her on the episode. So here here we go. Enjoy the episode. Thank you for being with us today, Miriam. Um, I've told the listeners already a little bit about you and um, Miriam the mom and Miriam the birth worker and the birth advocate. And you do so much. But for the sake of this interview, I want to hear about Miriam, the belly binder. So we'd love to get you know to, go, to know you more. Please tell us your story. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's very nice. Um, yeah, I am uh, Miriam. Uh, I live in Amsterdam. I am a mother of two daughters. And um, the oldest one is 13 years old. And the youngest is 11 and I'm married with uh, my husband, Chris, and um, we've known each other since 1992, which is very long. Um, and um, yeah, I've, um, when I became pregnant before, 
I was really uh, into um, uh, having rules with children. But as soon as they were born, all rules were out the door. And uh, we slept, we co-slept. Uh, I was breastfeeding everywhere. I didn't care anymore. And um, yeah, I'm very much into attachment parenting, even still. And um, that's really, yeah, what I find best in our uh, family. Great. So um, because this particular interview is about belly binding, tell us your journey Mm -hmm. and how that came about. Oh, wow. Um, Well, um, I have been a massage therapist since uh, 2008. And I was already uh, working a lot with uh, women uh, after they had given birth. And I just wanted to do... Yeah, more in that field, because I find sometimes there's very much attention in pregnancy and towards birth. And then the postnatal time sort of gets a little bit forgotten. So um, and also I found with the women that I was seeing after birth that they yeah, that they could benefit from more than just a massage. So um In 2013, I went to uh, the United States and uh, I did a course also about pregnancy called Sacred Pregnancy. But um, there was one little thing in there and that was the belly binding and that was for postnatal women. So, um, and I was the one that got uh, bound do you say that, bound? Yeah, yeah. that day. <laughs> the guinea pig? Yeah, I was the guinea pig. And uh, it felt so incredibly good because I was having a little bit of a lower back pain at that time. I was uh, after the flight and yeah, sleeping in a bed that I didn't really know and it was different. So I was the guinea pig. And uh, I was um, uh, bound by um, Annie and... Um, it felt really, really good. It also, you f- could feel that your lower back was really protected. Um, I could feel that um, my hips were uh, closing, actually. And um, you, I felt really supported. And not only uh, physically, but also like you have like a corset on and it also is, feels like a protection. So, um, well, yeah, nice, nice hug, really nice hug. And then, um, well, I went back home and uh, I did what I did and I did my massages and everything was okay. And then um, she launched um, uh, an online uh, um, course about postnatal, um, the postnatal time. So I, and I was really like, I want to do that. So I went doing that and there was the belly binding again, combined with lots of other things. But the belly binding was really interesting to me. And at first I thought, well, uh, here in the Netherlands, I don't know if women would like it. And we have these very simple Velcro belly binds that are like chock chock. You put them on, they're, they're on. It's quite easy. Um, so I was doubting if this would really, um, work here, 
And um, but then um, I started to do my new surfaces and I combined belly binding in them. And the women were really, really very happy when I did this to them. So um, over that over time, when time um, went along, I was like, okay, this is something I can really uh, make women very happy with. So that's how it started a little bit. So, so how did you actually sell it to them or bring it up in the conversation? They come to you postpartum and tell us. Well, uh, um, cloth, and you say, "Voila, I'm going to do this." (laughs) Well, um, when I when I do my service, this is part of the service. So um, when they book sessions with me, they already know that belly binding is part of it. And um, I explain uh, what it is good for and how it works. And uh, sometimes, yeah, it's true. When I take out the big piece of cloth, they're like, oh, my goodness, this is really long. But, um, yeah, uh, as soon as they feel, then they're, yeah, then they're really um, okay with it and very happy. Yeah. So, So what is the cloth made out of? Um, it's a hundred percent cotton. It's uh, a very, very long piece. In in uh, meters, it's like eight to ten meters long, and it's about um, a little bit shorter or a little bit less wide than twenty centimeters. And you have an underlayment that is made of flannel, and this makes it very nice and soft because it ties with knots in the front. So if you have the knots directly on your skin, that doesn't really feel very nice. So we have an underlayment made of flannel. And first I put that one on and then I start binding uh, with the knots in front and um, all the way up to um, just below the rib cage. I mean, it looks really pretty, of course. When it's it, it looks very pretty. Yeah, yeah. It looks very nice. Yeah. So, where does it actually originate? Tell us a little bit more about that. How it means. Uh, well, um, it originates from uh, Malaysia, uh, and it's done in a lot of countries in the east. But um, this particular one um, comes from Malaysia with the knots in front of the um, of the belly. Um, yeah. So uh, it's brought back to life actually yeah. or maybe over there it's still used but over here it's not very common and what is so. it, what is the actual purpose supposed to be is it to flatten the stomach help the uterus return back is it the lumbar support all of the above is there more yeah it's 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 all of the above mm-hmm. and it's also um it's a great uh, support for the back um it helps you to keep straight up all the time so even when you're sitting down and you want to just um, bench over a little bit because of breastfeeding for example it, it really helps you to keep the posture upright um, so actually and if you're engaging you, your abdominals more so rather than allowing the cloth to do it for you yeah yeah and what it also does um, uh, if you look at it from a, tradi- a traditional medicine uh, Chinese medicine point of view, it also um, wo- keeps your whole womb, abdomen, everything, and your lower back it keeps it warm yeah. 
and also it helps the blood flow. Yeah, we're so um, that region as well, I guess. Yeah, it's covering that. Yeah, that kidney region. It protects the uterus. It protects your whole belly, and it helps to um, uh, get rid of the, the the blood flow easier and and a little bit faster than if you're not binding. Um, and it's also, you know, in, in pregnancy, you, you have this uh, hormone relaxin and you uh, start to open your, during pregnancy, everything opens and at, at the birth, that's the ultimate opening. And then after that, it's very nice if you close everything back again. And this really makes sure that it closes as well. So, um, so what, yeah, and yeah. now go on. <laughs> so, so from when can you start to wear it then? Um, well, I s- usually start binding between around four to seven days after uh, a natural birth. And if it is a C-section, you wait until uh, the wound has healed completely and you could start around two weeks after a C-section. And sometimes it doesn't feel good then. So you wait a little bit longer, but then you can start up till about three months. And after these three months, it's, um, yeah, it's not really that necessary anymore. It feels good still, but it's not really necessary anymore. And also if you would bind uh, after three months, it's, post, um, it's important that you do some abdominal um, exercises as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because then the abdominal muscles, they could weaken a little bit. Yeah. So you've come to my house and you've done the binding on me. How long, did mm-hmm. you, how long does that take, that binding process? Uh, well, um, before you, you get your binding, I usually do a little bit more. I give you a moxa treatment. Uh, I give you a small uh, belly massage. I might do um, a belly uh, wrapping with some castor oil or belly paste. Um, and I would have massaged your feet. And then at the end of this session, um, and you have rested a little bit, you, you get up. And then I start the binding. And binding takes about... 15 to 20 minutes so it's not a very quick quick process it's also yeah it's gentle it's it takes a little bit of time and are you standing or are you seated to have that no you're standing up you're standing up and i would um uh, just have the piece of cloth i round it up until uh, you know um yeah, it's really yeah and then i put it around all the time and you have one short piece. You hold it all the time yourself. It's called the tail. And that one wraps around the longer piece. And uh, every after every wrap, you hold that piece up again. So, um, yeah, I need a little bit of your uh, cooperation as well to do the binding. And it's quite tight. I do it quite tight. Yeah. And then... Can I sleep in it? Um, do I shower in it? Is it allowed to get wet? No, well, you, can, you can. Well, usually you leave it on for about 10 to 24 hours. Okay. And um, you can sleep with it. 
but you cannot really take a shower with it. So usually when I come over, I ask the women if they wanted to have a shower before we start the treatment. Um, and some already have done that, so that's not necessary anymore. Um, and I take, I put it quite low on the on the hips, so it is um, uh, still possible to take off your undies, of course, and uh, use the bathroom. But you put the the undies back up over the over the belly bind yeah. afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girls <are> <laughs> yeah, it's and, very. Um, okay, so I can wear that up until around the three month mark. You know, having you come yeah. over every couple of days, or yeah, usually um, I can come over a couple of times, and sometimes I learn uh, the women to bind it themselves. But it's quite difficult to really make it very tight yourself. So it's very good if you have a partner. And some of the, uh, I, I can teach the partners as well. And some of them are really like, okay, I want to do this. And others are like, oh, this is too complicated for me. So, um, but it's been like, um, usually I come over about three to five times to do another binding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But after that, um, I've seen that most of the women are, then are okay with it. It's not really necessary anymore. Although uh, it is advised to do it for about at least 30 days after um, giving birth. Yeah. For the effect. Yeah. For the effect, yeah. It, because it also helps to, um, to uh, get rid of all uh, fluids and sometimes even fat. And um, yeah, it, it also helps you to not overeat too much because it's quite tight. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you, know, you sound like obviously listening. You feel like you want to try it, obviously, to feel the tension. Yeah, it it, it feels really, really amazing. And yeah, obviously, for, for um, our listeners, can you see your clothes? I mean, is it very obvious that someone's wearing? I mean, the knots. I mean, is it is it quite compact or is it visible? You know, to someone else out on the street that I'm wearing this this bind corset <laughs> well um yeah well um some women even like it when it's over a t-shirt for example so you can really see it because if you really have this very nice fabric it looks very nice but um if you want it on your just uh, under your um under your clothes um you don't really see it that much because it also flattens the the stomach a lot more and um, after uh, already 24 hours, you can see a difference in the, um, in the belly. So it helps to um, fit into your clothes uh, quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, kind of, yeah. it's funny because, of course, then you've got, you know, there's a lot of different styles of uh, baby wearing as well. You know, once, mm -hmm. you know, so you, you, let's say you're wearing your corset and you spent, you know, however many days, you know, time. Yeah, you spent you know, tying the knots yeah. up to get this thing. And then suddenly, I mean, I, I was one of the mums that I wanted to know all in one carrier. I, I had, I had the lessons with the, 
you know, the thing. And I just, like, yeah. actually, second time around, I really wanted to have these gorgeous, beautiful wraps, and I had the, and you know what? I just needed to get up and go be be on, you know, be on the on the road yeah. and and not have it. So I think I can just imagine, you know, you've got this one binding under, and then the wrapping around the baby, and suddenly you've got this cloth yeah. everywhere, and just to get back into bed at night, unwinding yourself. <laughs> yeah yeah but it also what i find is that it also it slows you down a little bit because you have to take your time to do this binding and also if you have a a baby wrap you need the time to just fold this whole thing around you with the baby in it so it slows you down a little bit and that's not that bad i think yeah (laughs) <laughs> and so how, how I mean you've, you've been doing it a while now how has the reception been from people and what's the feedback that they say well most of the women they they really really like it so if I do this for for the first session and um most of them are like okay can you please do this again because it feels so, so very good so um yeah, they have been very positive about it. And uh, they can feel the difference. They feel the support. They feel the, um, the physical, but also sort of emotional support by it. So, yeah, they're very happy with it. Nice. Mm. nice. And is it something that the crowns or the, the person who helps out the, the mum after the birth could do? Or it's too... Well, I have noticed that some of the crowns um they already know it as well especially the the kraamzorg that is from Suriname they know this they they are like oh yeah we do this as well but they don't really introduce it with the the women here so when I come over they're like oh yeah sure we do this as well and um, the the other the 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 other kraamzorg Sometimes they're like really interested and they want to know everything about it. And some of them are really um, a little bit uh, not thinking out of their box too much. And they find it quite annoying because in the morning they want to feel the uterus and see if the uterus has gone down a little bit. And then they cannot really feel it. So they want the women to take it off, even though they still would still like to keep it on. Well, just for the listeners, because obviously this is a global podcast and Kramsdorf is uh, unique to yeah. And I just want to explain that in Holland, every mother after they have a baby is granted a helper to help out the baby and the mother themselves for the first uh, six to eight days, depending on, on the circumstances. And this is someone who checks on the baby and checks on the mother from anywhere to seeing how many diapers are filled to checking mm-hmm. on stitches as Miriam just said, feeling, uh, feeling how the uterus is doing. And they even do the bathroom uh, washing and uh, do shopping. Cleaning your house. It's an amazing <laughs> gift and it's unique to Holland and it's very special. And it would be great if other countries took that on board. So mm-hmm. let's just deviate a little bit away because we've got a bit of time. You know, you've been in birth for, for quite a while working um, with mothers in, in the pregnancy period with the massage work and even from the baby massage that you that you used to mm-hmm. tell me something that you know a quote or an affirmation or something that's really you know come up for you that is something you like to stand by in the work that you do 
Um, well, what I find very uh, important for mothers is um, that they listen to their intuition. And um, uh, I've, yeah, I've noticed it myself, how easily you can be uh, taken away from that by advice or suggestions or even rules from s someone else or a, a different organization or whatever, whatever. And um, but it, I find it very important that you just trust your own uh, inner wisdom. And um, as soon as you can do that, you will feel that parenting is also easier. Um, and um, I see, I've seen it a lot in the in the baby massage um, lessons. Um, mainly because then I am with the mothers and the babies and um, how easily they can just um, stick to certain rules instead of really communicating with their baby or really listening to their baby. And um, yeah, I, I keep telling them or just um, showing them that it's so important that they communicate with their baby because that's where the bond starts. And um, yeah, so try not to um, uh, follow other people's advice all the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, it's so great ingrained in us in our different cultures and obviously with our own mothers. You know, mm. And we don't always yeah. do it the way that our parents did it. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
And um, well, I was, it was like two, two days after that we learned actually. So um, that was a very difficult time. And um, uh, I was still at home and I, I could not really go to see them. They lived like two hours away from Amsterdam. So only after two weeks, I went to see him and um, I didn't really have like um, a, a period, a kramsorg period, because I was only thinking about him all the time. Um, and um, he, he passed away when my daughter was seven weeks old. And um, especially, yeah, I was very open, as I just said before, what happens during pregnancy and childbirth. And afterwards as well, I was still so open. So everything that happened just came into me like it was, uh, I don't know how to explain, but uh, it was really intense. And after he passed away, I started really having like nightmares and I could not sleep anymore. I saw everything back in my dreams and uh, before going to bed. So that was really a very hard time. And um, although I had a few months um, before I had to start working again, I didn't do what I was, what I'm doing now. I was still in another business. And um, when I went back to work, I was only there for two days. And then I was like, oh, I have to stop here. I cannot do this anymore. So um, um, I, it was, I think it was a very hard time. And it, I didn't really have a very big network at that time so um, that's maybe also why I find it so important to help the postnatal women and to make sure that they have a network because um, it's so important to have that and it's uh, really difficult if you don't so that was that was a very personal um, difficult time for me and it got better after uh, six months, or around six months, I started to take care of myself and it got better and better. And also, in a way, I miss him very much, but in a way, I'm also, uh, it, it set me to do what I'm doing now. So, yeah, I'm also very grateful for him uh, that this, that it happened the way it happened. Well, thank you, Sherry. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's really just it was a huge transition for you. And so yeah, that was very yeah. It was yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think when it, any of us are struck down with uh, with illness or anyone close um, to us, it's that we get to really reevaluate what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. You know, it's nice yeah, to, to learn from what was hard for you that could help them because I, I also believe the network is so important. And I think yeah, um, when Isis was born, it wasn't really a big Facebook. Period no, no. Social media network no. in your community and you know. No, no, not at all. No. So yeah, but yeah, I'm very happy uh, now and that I can help to uh, tell women that they should have this network around them and uh, that it's so important. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so what is it that drives you, you know? What what gets you up in the morning to do what you do? Obviously you work with clients 
back to back for the day and yeah it's in your home and what what drives you yeah well um i think that the main thing what what drives me what gets me up in the morning first of all it's my kids because i i just love being a parent and i just love being around them and find them very inspiring and uh uh yeah they're just uh my teachers as well so that's that's my 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 first thing and then uh yeah i am so um uh, humbled in a way that i can be in um go to these women and be there in the most vulnerable time of their lives with these very little babies. And uh, sometimes they're just really up with adrenaline still. And in a, in a way it is um, possible that if I give my treatments that they just uh, sink into motherhood. And um, it really, yeah, it's really very, very beautiful to see how relaxed and how um, well taken care of they feel and um, and then they can take on their role so much uh, better or yeah better is not really a good word but um, yeah and and that's it's beautiful to see and it's uh, very nice to witness and I'm very humble that I can be a part of that yeah, yeah. 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 Do that in my work too, and I just always notice how suddenly everything goes very silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and everything is quiet, and there's just just utmost respect for a new being has come into the world. It's 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 very very special and magical. Yeah. So where you are today, um, obviously there's a lot of parenting years behind you, at least in compared to my parenting uh, experience. If you go back in time, you know, with what you know now, having had the, the pregnancy, the birth, um, the parenting experience, what, what would you tell your younger self and what would you want to share with your mums? Maybe a little bit more than the trust, the, the, the mother's intuition. What would that be? Mm. Maybe even yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do come back to this, but uh, yeah. Let me think. <laughs> if um, coming up for you, it's also fine. Yeah, well, it will come up, but yeah, it will come up. But um, yeah, this, this um, yeah, I I still find this is very important that you you do trust your your instincts and your your intuition and um, and that you that you really follow your path and, um, uh, and that you also, what, what I find also very important, you know, now I, now I know what I want to say, um, is that, um, sometimes you can really neglect yourself a little bit while parenting and working and that I find it very important to take, uh, uh, time for yourself to to nourish yourself and um, those can be little things like making yourself a really nice uh, cup of tea or coffee or um, uh, treating yourself with something um, uh, fresh in the kitchen 
uh, or taking a nice warm bath after the whole day. Everybody's asleep. Just take your bath, uh, relax, put some beautiful essential oils in there um, and um, take the time to, to exercise as well because I've neglected that for a long time and now I really regret it. And I just picked it up again, but it feels so good. You feel so much better. And so much, I have so much more energy now um, if I just take care of myself. So I take uh, a day off a week, uh, a weekday off because I try to take, the, to take the weekends off, but also a weekday or a half a day and just take care of myself and um, nourish myself, reflect on what I'm doing, trying to find the balance. So that's no, what I find very, very important. Yeah. I think it's yeah. funny you, you never wanted to think about sleep as much as... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, take that extra nap while that child is sleeping, you know. you know, to, The nap time is for both of you. And all you want yeah. to do is catch up on your washing or call that friend you haven't had a chance before. And yeah. I think the other thing is that you never appreciate going to the toilet without someone coming in and, you know, interrupting you or having a long shower without thinking, I have to quickly do this quickly or someone's going to, you know, if, yeah. there's, if there's silence outside at, outside the door, you know something's up and you're going to rush out, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not very good at getting up in the morning early, but sometimes I do this and it's so nice if you do because then the whole house is still quiet and you can just take a little bit to, yeah, just set an intention for the day and, um, yeah, have a nice moment for yourself. I long for those days where I wake up before, yeah. <laughs> before the kids. <laughs> so um, is there a resource that you'd like to share with the listeners, something that um, has been invaluable to you, whether it's a book or a website or, or something that has helped you? Yeah, well, there's one thing that I'm really, really grateful for that I did and that's um, just a one-day um, uh, workshop that I did a couple of years ago. Uh, it is uh, based on nonviolent communication, and I did this workshop with a very uh, nice person here in Amsterdam. Uh, his name is Joram Mosenzoon, and uh, I did this workshop with my husband. Uh, we went for this one-day workshop where we did um, the. Uh, empathy for um, we were just uh, always in this like uh, knick-knack sort of uh, conversation where I would blame him for something and he would just be defensive and this would happen all the time and um, we went to this workshop and finally we found a way to to really listen to each other and um, uh, really find out what the emotions were or the thoughts were of the other person. And it was just one day. This whole workshop was just one day, but it changed the way we have our conversations now so uh, immensely. So, um, yeah, I'm really grateful I did this uh, one-day workshop um, with my husband and yeah, we're so happy now. We've been since, we've always been happy, but we're even happier now. Yeah, so I'm very, yeah, it's so beautiful. And it also helps a lot with communicating with my children. 
and um, yeah, it's very nice. And then I have two. I have two books or writers actually that I find very um, useful in parenting. Um, one is uh, the book Everyday Blessings by Myla and John Kabat-Zinn about mindful parenting, which I find very yeah. It calms you down if you read it. It's really, really nice. And the other book that I or I have been re uh, reading quite a lot of books by her. Her name is Sonia Choquette. And she talks a lot about intuitive um, parenting, intuitive uh, living, actually. And um, I really adore her books. And um, this one book about uh, parenting the wise child is um is like my guide that I can always go back to if I need a little bit of um extra nurturing. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Wow. I'm writing these down so they'll be in the links for the for the show. Yeah. It's been um an absolute pleasure speaking. I knew it would be. It's just really it's just been really, really nice. And also hearing a little bit more about your story and um, Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. I just want to ask you one more question um, before I let you go and say goodbye. Is What is the best way that people can find out about what you're doing and uh, an email to hear more about the belly binding and some of the sacred pregnancy work and postpartum work? Yeah. Um, well, I have uh, these two websites. Um, one is more about the massage only. It's um, the www.manumanu.nl. Uh, uh, website it has a little uh, dash in the middle mm -hmm. and um, and the the work that I do with the postnatal women that uh, I started this year and I have made a website called um, gentlebeginnings.nl and um, yeah I really really like um, this new uh, thing that has come into my life and um very happy to work with these women great great thank you so much it's nice it's nice to hear the um well the birth process in a way of, uh, yeah evolving. yeah and you know we speak to you in a couple of years and you never know you might be doing something else so yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Miriam yeah thank you very much for having me no, Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Catch podcast brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wellness Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torbs, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook.
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their business, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.